This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Does this mean it's over? Does this mean he likes me? Are butterflies good? Am I ever going to meet someone? I'm tired of swiping. Am, Am I, I normal? normal? But remember, just because that's the most recent thing that happens doesn't mean that it will repeat itself. You can keep waiting for the fairy tale, or you can get on board with the new rules of relationships. If you read my advice in the LA Times, then you know this ain't your mama's love advice. This is Dates and Mates with Damona Hoffman. Hello, lovers, and welcome to another incredible episode of Dates and Mates. I don't have to tell you that dating today is nothing like what it was for our parents. Texting and dating apps and DMs have forever changed the game. And I think it's safe to say we're all having to adapt rather quickly. As we are learning new skills in this arena every day, it can sometimes be overwhelming. And I know there are times that you just want to push the whole thing away. No more apps, no more texting, no more dating, just no. But there are ways to reduce your communication stress and stay in the dating game long enough to meet someone who piques your interest. And that is why our word of the week is process. When we look at dating as a process and not something that happens by happenstance, we can chart our path better. Our guest today did that herself many years ago, and now she does it for thousands of fans, listeners, followers, and clients. Erica Etten is the founder of A Little Nudge, a consulting company that helps people navigate the world of online dating from first click to first date. She's also the author of the book Love at First Sight, S-I-T-E, see what we did there? And she's a co-host of the dating podcast, So We Met Online. A Little Nudge has been featured in media across the country, including the New York Times, The Washington Post, NPR, CBS, and Ask Men. And I'm excited to welcome her back to Dates and Mates with big smooches. It's my longtime friend and collaborator, Erica Etten. Thank you so much for having me. I missed you. Well, I missed you too, but you've been busy blowing up on Instagram. So I was like, can I send her a DM? Is it going to go through? Oh, well, as I mentioned, I I answer my DMs, so especially when your name pops up. Oh, bless your heart. Look, y'all, if you don't, first of all, follow Erica on Instagram, and you will know why when we get to the end of this interview and you hear all of her amazing advice. But I just have to say, Erica, there's only a handful of people. You and I have been in the game for a minute, like over... A long time, yes. uh, I've been writing dating profiles... For 17 years, like before it was a thing. And I know we've known each other for over a decade. A long time. I started my business, I guess, 12 and a half years ago, which sometimes you think about it and you're like, how? Why? You know, like, I can't believe that much time has passed. Let's pause on that for a minute. Why? (laughs) Why? No, no, really. Why? Like, why did you start doing this? Uh, So, I mean, I don't know if you know my background, actually. So my background's in economics. I used to work in finance, but... I was a really early adopter of online dating. I started in a year that most people did not do online dating. And because of my background in economics, I started tracking my own results in a spreadsheet because I'm cool like that. So, 
you know, I initially started tracking it. You remember when you had to use usernames on like OkCupid or any of the sites, like, you know, fun gal, New York, whatever. I started the spreadsheet so I didn't accidentally write to the same person twice. But then I was like, I can measure things in here. What's my response rate? You know, if what percentage of people write back to me? What percent can I convert into a date? And I learned a lot from doing that. And I made a lot of tweaks. And then my friends started asking me for help. Like, what are you doing that I'm not? Write my profile. And that's how I had the idea. Maybe I could do this as a business. I do remember that <laughs> you were tracking. And you kind yeah. of led the way in that. I started out writing dating profiles because I saw the need similarly. But right. I, I added the tracking part into my process a little bit later down the road because it was like, if you're not really taking stock of these these things, like I track when you change out your primary photo, do you get more more responses? Do you get a different quality of message? Does like we really get granular about how these yep. actions that you take online actually impact your dating experience and I feel like nobody Absolutely. other than you and I <laughs> before it's it's a very <laughs> rare thing to track that on your own so I now see why our businesses have grown so much over the years because this is something that is a really a blind spot for a lot of people I think so too and I think a lot of people think of their online dating profile as being static I write it once I put the pictures up here once. I never look at it again. I mean, we all know people who have forgotten what they wrote in their profiles. Your profile is not static and you should be updating it. And you should, every time you get a cute new picture, take a look. Is this better than a picture I already have? If you do something interesting, you traveled somewhere, maybe it's worth adding that to the profile. This is a dynamic process. Yeah, I say the profile is a living document. And so you're continuing to live. So your profile should live along with you. But very well said. I really like that. There's so many things I could talk to you about today. I think because we have the master of dating profile creation here, I've got to at least get your profile tips. I My audience has heard ad nauseum about my three C's of like color, context, character. We have to Color is strategic to stand out. Context to tell your story through your photos. Character is to like show your personality. Do you have like a rubric? Do you have uh, guidelines for for choosing the right profile picks? And then also writing the bio. I feel like that that's tripped a lot of people up, as especially as the bios have gotten shorter. It's almost gotten harder. Yeah, I agree. I don't have any cute alliteration. I really like that. <laughs> <laughs> but for the pictures, I'll just say in words. Uh, I recommend five pictures. The only one that requires a certain Hinge. number of pictures is Hinge, which requires six, and that's fine. But for every other site, just because they leave a slot there does not mean you have to fill that slot. I like the number five because five gives you a chance to show people what you look like, who you are, but not too much information because we all know everyone, we're programmed to find one picture we don't like and then not swipe on that person because of it or swipe left. I also recommend for that reason, never connecting your Instagram. A lot of the sites allow you to connect your Instagram. Too much information. Less is more. Let someone earn the right to see your personal life. I mean, I've had clients before. I mean, their Instagrams are a little cheeky, I'll just say, for lack of better words. And it's like, they haven't earned that spot in your life yet. So don't show them all of these intimate things about you. 
And it's taken in out of context is the other thing. Like once you send someone to your Instagram, they're going to look at that inside joke that you made to your high school best friend. They're not going to understand it and they'll read it differently. And then it becomes a pass and you've completely lost the narrative. It's just too much information. Exactly. And so for the five pictures, I recommend one, a nice clear shot of your face. Uh, Two, a full body. Uh, Three, you doing something interesting that provides what I call message bait. Basically, someone can ask you a question about it. What are you doing there? Where was that? They feel brilliant because they've asked you a relevant question, but really, you are the brilliant one because you planted it there for them. And then just two other pictures of you in your element. Um, People get a little too in their heads about what picture should I post. They overthink. The reality of it is all people want to see is who's going to show up on the date. They just want an accurate representation of the person who is going to walk in the yeah. door. That's it. They don't want to see the farm you grew up on. They don't want to see the pyramid. Yes, it's cool. You've been somewhere interesting with a pyramid. That's great. But the pyramid's not walking into the bar. And every word in the profile should have a point. Like a lot of people put a bunch of generic words in their profile, and it doesn't really add any value. And so for a Bumble profile, for example, you just get your little bio and then you have the option for a few prompts. For the bio, I want that to be unequivocally you. If you can say the same bio as the stranger walking down the street, it's not specific enough. You know, everyone says they like to laugh. Everyone says they're looking for, you know, whatever, their partner in crime, blah, blah. And it's like everyone likes food. Uh, What does that give us? You know, and so... I try to get things out of clients. I try to ask them fun questions that make them think a little bit. So like, for example, I might ask where you're from. I might ask, like, what's your favorite snack? Oh, popcorn. Okay, popcorn. Are we talking like butter or kettle corn? Oh, yeah. Okay, just asking. Movie theater popcorn. Totally. Movie theater popcorn. Love it. Are you originally from LA? No, I'm from Michigan. Oh, okay. And then let's ask another one. Do you drink? Socially? Socially speaking, yes. Okay. Is there anything you enjoy particularly? I am like a basic bitch Chardonnay kind of gal. Love it. <laughs> I love it. Oaky, buttery, Napa, Sonoma Chardonnay. I love that. And let's say I didn't know you were you. And let's say your favorite podcast is obviously Dates and Mates. So now I have learned a lot of information about you. So I might write as your Bumble profile like... uh Michigan by birth, L.A. by choice, Um, you know, uh, give me some buttered popcorn and Chardonnay and I'm a happy, happy gal, whatever, Um, you know, add to that and then fill in the blank, you know, my favorite podcast and, you know, something else. And that's a really good profile because I couldn't have written that about myself. I prefer, you know, a pita chip, whatever. It doesn't matter. So so <laughs> the point is, it doesn't have to get to the core of your being. In fact, it shouldn't because that's what somebody learns when they get to know you. It should just be a few tidbits about yourself that make you you. I so agree with you. What you just did was brilliant, Erica. That was like the perfect oh, demo of just cutting into the the specifics right away and I think people feel like well I got to put everything like don't even message me if don't contact me if or like I'm I need it I need a relationship who is this or like they're just putting everything out there and it's like it's got to be curated like you were saying 
It has to be curated. It also needs to be positive. And so I really dislike the prompts that say you should not go out with me or swipe left if. Those are terrible because they lend themselves to really negative language. And so, no, put in your profile what you are looking for, not what you're not. Also, mainly write about yourself, not the person you're looking for, because ultimately, who doesn't think they're all of the wonderful things? The other thing I would avoid is what I call empty adjectives, which is those same things. Like, you know, we could say anything about ourselves. I'm spontaneous, for example. My spontaneous might mean that I, you know, book a trip tomorrow, whereas your spontaneous might mean that you drove a new route to work yesterday, whereas someone else's spontaneous might mean that they like tried a new kind of sushi. And so I don't, those words don't actually mean anything because they're so subjective. I would rather read, you know, I'm a spicy, crunchy tuna girl, but on Tuesdays I prefer crab. I'm making things up, but the specifics really help. Okay, so let's say we have we're on the mm-hmm. dating app. We have a successful profile that's bringing in the mm-hmm. matches, and then we get into the conversation. And I find Erica like the biggest thing that I think has shifted since we began doing this work is now that the profiles have gotten shorter and shorter, you have to do more what I call screening in the in the messages like I used to hate I'd be like three thread three messages back and forth and Mm -hmm. set a date like that's it because you had much more information to go on in the profile but not not so much today I feel like it's necessary for to have some banter but not too much and I know you talk about this a lot on Instagram you get a lot of dms about this that you do videos about um Let's talk about some best practices for that that messaging phase. I saw one amazing post that you did about text speak. Can you define for everybody what text speak is and what the positives and negatives may be? Uh, text speak is just the abbreviations when you don't write things out. You know, the letters you are for your, uh, you know, HBU, how about you, things like that. Just writing you for you. Um I have found that when somebody uses text speak, you or the other person, it automatically makes the conversation more casual. And more casual for a lot of people means it might veer into the sexual sometimes in a way that is just not appropriate or too soon. And so Mm. I really recommend writing in complete sentences, um, using punctuation and grammar, And you might say, but it's only texting. But it's also your only first impression that you get. And so given that you get one first impression and people are only judging you based on how you write, I would write in a way that represents your intelligence and represents what kind of interaction you want with someone. The more casual you write, the more casual the interaction you get. And I don't think people think that through sometimes. They're just thinking, oh, I'm racing through this in the middle of the day. Don't answer people in the middle of the day if you're racing through it. Wait till you have an extra few seconds to write something more thoughtful. You know, all the time, people write these quick responses that just make the conversations go nowhere. I don't know if this is PC to say, but I put, I, I assume the word diet is fine. I don't know. I put people on a, 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 a how are you 
canceled. I, I put no, people kidding. on a, I, I call it a how are you diet or like a how's your day diet, how's it going diet. They're no longer allowed to say those expressions. You can't open with ever, how's your day, how's your weekend, how's it going, how are you? Why? Those seem like innocuous questions that you should ask. No, because they always lend themselves to, it's fine, it's good, I'm working. How about you? I'm tired, I'm doing laundry, I'm relaxing. That tells me nothing about, I don't even ask my friends how their day is going. Like I ask them an actual question when I have an, I don't just text friends every morning. How are you? How's it going? So why would you do that with a stranger? Hey, beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to now text you that. Hey, beautiful. How's your day? I'm kidding. No, no, no. I, I can do better than that. I can do better than that. I have so much more that I want to talk to you about because now I'm thinking about, well, we're, we're good at texting and our clients are getting good at mm-hmm. texting. And also, like, the difference between texting and messaging within the app, there's a whole conversation there. But- not everyone you're going to meet is going to approach you with that same um, level of sophistication in their texting. So we have to take a quick break. But when we come back, I really want to do a deep dive with you on this messaging and both how to message effectively, but also how to respond. Lovers, you ready for an update on my health and fitness journey? Well, I have so far lost Half of the pandemic 15. Yay. Applause, applause. Of course, results may vary. But, you know, I've been really focused on how I am showing up in my fitness life. I worked out all the time, every day, anyway, all throughout the pandemic. But I'm really being more mindful about the exercise that I'm doing, the way that I'm moving my body. And I'm being more mindful about what I'm putting in my mouth. Don't read that wrong, y'all. (laughs) I'm being more mindful about choosing food that is going to be wholesome, convenient, and easy for me to select on those busy days when I am doing a lot of activity and I don't have a lot of time to meal prep and meal plan. And that is why I'm so excited about Factor. With Factor, you don't have to take the trip to the grocery store. You don't have to do all the chopping, prepping, and cleaning up. And you can still get the nutritional quality you need. Factors, fresh and never frozen meals, they're ready in just two minutes. So all you have to do is heat and enjoy, and then you can go back to crushing your goals. And on top of all that, it's fall, my favorite season, and they have now an autumn menu with limited time only, hearty, comforting meals featuring seasonal veggies like the cranberry pecan chicken and the apple Dijon pork chops. It'll satisfy all your fall cravings. You don't need to go for your PSL. You can get your fall fix here. And you can level up with Gourmet Plus. These are options that are prepared to perfection, chef's kiss by chefs, and they're ready to eat in record time. So you can treat yourself to upscale meals with premium ingredients like broccolini, leeks, truffle butter, and asparagus. And if you're looking for calorie-conscious options like me, try their delicious dietitian approved calorie-smart meals. They have around or less than 550 calories per serving. This October, you can get Factor and enjoy eating well without all the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered right to your door, ready in just two minutes, no prep, no mess. Head over to factormeals.com slash datesandmates50 
You can use the code DATESANDMATES50 to get 50% off. Again, that's the code D-A-T-E-S-A-N-D-M-A-T-E-S and the number 5050. DATESANDMATES50 at factormeals.com slash DATESANDMATES50 to get 50% off. Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount Plus. I'm in a period of emotional people. Let's have all the oh, I don't care crap. A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm gonna steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. All right, before the break, Erica, we were talking about messaging, and now everyone listening to this podcast is an absolute expert at how to message effectively. But what happens when you get caught up and you get a message from somebody, maybe you get something that's a little too sexual, or maybe you're getting text speak from them. Is there any way to turn that around? Uh, I would actually say no, which might go against what you think I'm going to say. Like, sure, I could give you, I could tell you to say, that makes me feel uncomfortable. You could. But if someone comes out the gate being sexual, that's who they are. And they have shown you that immediately. And if that's not what you're looking for, I would say let it go. I do want to take a step back for a sec because we've told people what not to say in the first message, but not what to say. And so I always just recommend picking up on something in the profile. Hopefully they have some message bait and asking them a question about it. It doesn't have to be you know, rocket science or anything. I mean, humor does go a long way. Uh, a client of mine sends me screenshots that he wants help writing messages to, you know, to women. And here are a few of the ones I helped him write as first message. She wrote something about traveling. And I said, you can definitely have the window seat as long as we're going somewhere amazing. I'm thinking Hawaii. That's a cute first message. Um... Someone else wrote, she likes Thai food. Where's the best Pad Thai in the city? Asking for me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's see. Someone else said she likes fries. Curly fries versus waffle fries, question mark. I mean, that's a simple one. That's a this or that. That's one one of my hooks. Just a this or that question. Love that. Sounds like you would be good to have at trivia night. What's your best category? Do I spy a different spelling of humor? Where are you from? How did you get into country music? Do you own the boots too? (laughs) Do you answer in the form of a question even when you watch Jeopardy at home? (laughs) And so it's picking up on something in the other person's profile. Sending those messages, he's already ahead of 90% of the other men. Totally. And then it's also like what I hear from people though, Erica, when I, I suggest something similar, like I say comment plus question, just make it simple yes. for yourself, but a formula, right? A formula that you can repeat, but you can customize. And then I'm just going to be devil's advocate because it's what I hear from my male clients. They'll say, oh, but doesn't that take so much more work? Yeah, good. It should. Go on. Isn't choosing a person you want to be with, like, shouldn't that take work? If you're searching for a job, are you just going to like, throw together a crummy resume and then just like maybe send it out and then just like wear sloppy things to an interview? No. Do like a hang loose emoji <laughs> on Hinge and that's it. I'm like, <laughs> I had a client that did that. He just would be like thumbs up because you have oh to say God. something specific on Hinge. And I was like, we can do better. Like I know, 
I know you have dating options and you're attractive and people respond to you, but like then he would be all disappointed by the matches he would get because they'd be very surface level. And it's like, well, you started the conversation on a surface level. What did you expect to happen? Exactly. It baffles me that people think it shouldn't take time, energy, and sometimes money to meet maybe the most important person in their life. Uh, And so, yeah, it will take work. I think you should do the work. On Hinge, you can either like someone's profile or write a message. I make all of my clients write a message to every single person. I also recommend paying for certain sites or apps if you want to upgrade. I mean, walking out your door in New York, you've already somehow spent $50, right? So why not spend that on Hinge for a month? If you get better options or you get to use filters that you couldn't have otherwise or it gives you a better chance. I mean, everyone's buying coffee every morning. You buy five coffees. That's the price of Hinge for a month. It's nothing in the scheme of life. It will save you money. That's the other thing. Like I kind of compare it to how much time and money have you wasted on bad dates? Like, what is it worth to you to be able to streamline that process, right? Yes. And I've said to people before, when they say what you said, which is like, oh, what someone has said to you, like, oh, it takes so much time. Let's say you do meet someone and someone says, well, how did you meet? What was the first message? And you're like, well, didn't want to waste my time. So I sent her a thumbs up. Like, is that the story you want to tell people? Okay, we have so much more to get through here because I want to give all the juice to people and then they should be following you on Instagram to get even more because you have new content all the time. You have certain scripts as we're talking about messaging. Give me a couple of the scripts that you should have in your online dating arsenal and when you should use them. Yeah, one of the things a lot of my followers and clients like is I have scripts or templates to use in certain situations. You know, they should always be tailored to your needs. You, you don't need to use them verbatim. But sometimes they help with if you don't have the words to say what you're trying to say, they can get you started. So, for example, the one people use the most is if, you know, there's a first date you go on. The other person wants to see you again. You have zero interest in seeing that other person again and you're 100 percent sure. The script is, thank you so much for a nice time the other night. Unfortunately, I just didn't feel the connection I'm looking for but I wish you nothing but the best. It's tactful. It's kind. It's honest. The person at the other end might be disappointed that you don't feel a certain way, but they can't really be angry with you. I 100% agree. I believe in closing the loop. I'm, again, I'm going to play devil's advocate here because I literally just heard this story today from a former client who's now married to somebody that she met online. Yay for love. And she was saying that there was a guy she sent that message to and he responded with a a lot of anger and vitriol and he was like how dare you assume you're so arrogant to assume that I was wanted to see you again what do we say that speaks volumes about him and it only validates that she was right not to see him again look you're gonna get a percentage of extremely insecure people who need to have the last word But that doesn't mean you should change your kind behavior because of it. But yes, I hear stories like that too. But I'm never going to change the advice I give based on a few bad seeds. That kind of relates to a post you recently did about recency bias. Mm -hmm. And so it's like you have that experience. And then a lot of times people will be like, well, see, people online are jerks. And so I shouldn't even be online dating. Close the app. Yeah. 
that's a huge frustration for me. And I'm sure for you too, you know, just working with people in general where they seem to put the most weight on the last thing that has happened. And so they go on a bad date and they'll be like, I'm quitting the apps. My dating life is in the tubes. And it's like, no, you've also been on good dates. They were just last week, not yesterday or two months ago. And same thing with, yeah, if if that person who you just mentioned got that terrible response to a kind rejection she sent, she might be gun shy. She might not want to send that kind rejection next time. But remember, just because that's the most recent thing that happens doesn't mean that's the most common thing that happens. Doesn't mean that it will repeat itself. So we just need to remember that dating is a cumulative process. You're going to have some good and you're going to have some bad. But your whole dating life is not just as good or as bad as your most recent experience. That's a really good framing for that. And I I would add to it that we also have this confirmation bias because I think a lot of people mm. are on dating apps sort of begrudgingly. Like I loved online dating, Erica. That was I was I think it's wonderful. I mean, but you're you love meeting new people. I, I love meeting new people. A lot of people look at it as a, as a means to an end. I think it's, it could be the most fun part of the pro like getting to know someone new and those butterflies in that early stage. That's amazing. Don't don't short yourself that. There's so much I want to talk about. I We gave everybody I one script. I want to give one more. So this is it's not a script per se, but it's something I use every day in life. It's not just for dating. It's for life. It's knowing when to say, I can't tell. There are so many things that people say that get misconstrued, either over text or in person. Let's say you go on a good date and someone's been texting you every day, but they haven't asked you out again. Using I can't tell is so helpful. I can't tell from our texts if you're looking to go out again. I say to people every day because I don't pick up on sarcasm. I can't tell if you're being sarcastic. Usually they are. I didn't get it. So it's asking for clarification. And I think sometimes people are afraid to ask for clarification, but using I can't tell is so helpful in life. Like, it's okay if we don't understand stuff because usually if we don't understand it, other people don't understand it. So if you say to someone, I can't tell if you were looking to go out again based on our texts, they have to tell you if they want to go out again at that point. If the answer is yes, great, you go on another date. If the answer is, ah, I don't have time to date right now, good. Now you know. I... I think it's important to name what we're feeling too. And especially when you're communicating with somebody prior to the date or like after one date, you don't really know their sense of humor. You don't know how to read it. I would say the other thing that has changed so much globally about online dating since we started in the game is texting. Like people want to blame dating apps, but I feel like texting really changed how we communicate. And it also changed the trajectory of how a connection moves to a date. And I know you have some guidelines for people around how to make sure there's just like a total ghosting epidemic happening. I am seeing it. It's worse than it's ever been before. We got to stop it. How can we stop it, Erica? I, I mean, I could put a banner in the sky and it still wouldn't stop people. People hide behind their screens. It's extremely frustrating. Um, I do have some pretty opinionated feelings <laughs> about how to set up the date. And so I want your conversion rate to be as high as possible between you're having a conversation on a dating app that you like, you want to meet this person, and then you actually going on the date. So 
my recommendation, and other dating coaches disagree, and that's okay, that's why we're here talking, is to set up the entire date through the dating app. Far too many people say, oh, it's annoying to check the app, let's text. Or, oh, I, I, the app is buggy. No, it's not. Let's text. Just schedule the date within the app, okay? Then, if you want to exchange numbers, you do it one day before and you use these words. In case you need to reach me tomorrow for anything, my number is X. What's yours? That way, it's not saying, please text me all day and night and blow up my phone and ask how I'm doing tonight. It's saying, this is for contingencies, and it works like a charm. Because that way, you have everything set up, and that's it. Um, also, I like to use the words, it's a date. I love saying it's a date when the date is arranged via the app. You have all of the time, date, location. It's a date. It's not a hangout. It's not a meetup. It's a date. You have an intention. It's a romantic intention. And that is a confirmation right there. We have planned it. We've done it. Signed, sealed, delivered. Let's meet. Okay. That, I hope everyone was taking notes. Because <laughs> I am not going to disagree with you whatsoever. I say also stay inside the app for as long as possible for safety. Yeah, that's I've talked about this before too. Like, you know, with, I, I'm sure you and I both watched the Tinder swindler like yeah. with our notepads out. I was like, oh, that, oh, that, <laughs> that, that. Um, he moved everyone off the app as soon as possible to yep. WhatsApp, the, the, the scammiest of the scammy communication. And I get like in different countries, people use it differently, but, but it's also most used by scammers to communicate across, across, uh, country boundaries. And to me, like that was a huge red flag, huge red flag. And so again, I, this is not statistically significant. However, the number I have observed is 60% of dates no longer happen if you exchange numbers before you have actually set the time, date, and location of the date. Why is that? Because inevitably someone just won't text or there's no more urgency to set up the date. They'll just be like, good morning, good night, how's your day? Or because there's a sense of intimacy, sometimes a false sense of intimacy when you're texting someone, someone's going to say something that is inappropriate. And you might say, well, I want to know that if they're going to do that. We're not testing people. We're not setting people up to fail. I just want you to go on a date, see if you like each other. Thank you so much for joining me, Erica. You can follow Erica. Not only can you, you should follow Erica on Instagram at A Little Nudge. That's the letter A, L-I-T-T-L-E-N-U-D-G-E. Or, or for the real juice, go to a littlenudge.com slash coaching underscore D, where you can get information about her program. And if you use this link, it'll tell her that I sent you. And just a sidebar, Erica's services are the perfect complement to the programs that I offer. They're, we are not competitors. We do very different things. We just finished enrollment on the Dates and Mates method, and we will not have a new cohort until 2024. So if you're looking for a pack of individual sessions and guidance on your profile and your texts specifically, I fully endorse Erica, and I encourage you to look into her services. Again, that link is a littlenudge.com slash coaching underscore D, and we will put the link in the show notes. And now it's time for your love lesson of the week. I often say, date like it's your job. That's what Erica did. She took what she learned at her job of economics, and she applied it to dating, and voila. There's actually a business term that I love. I heard it all the time when I worked in corporate. 
There's actually a business phrase that I love and I heard it all the time when I worked in corporate. It's what gets measured gets managed. Your love lesson today is to put a process around measuring so that you can manage your love life. So whether that's tracking first dates and keeping notes on how they go or recording the number of new messages that come in when you make a profile update, you can't manage your love life until you do some measuring. So this week, I encourage you to put pen to paper like Erica did and see what you can learn from actually tracking what's happening in your love life. And to make it super easy for you to track and measure and manage your love life, I'm actually giving everyone listening to this episode a free one sheet out of my dating workbook that comes from the Dates and Mates Method. It is my date tracker so that you can actually have a framework to measure what's happening on your dates, take notes, and be able to then manage what happens from this point forward. So it's free for listening to this podcast. All you have to do is go to the link demonahoffman.com slash date tracker. Again, that's demonahoffman.com slash date tracker. Was episode 476 of Dates and Mates helpful to you? Well, tell us about it. Help us get the word out and maybe even leave us a five-star review. We would love to hear what you are enjoying about the new season. We'd love to get feedback on your love lessons and the word of the week and how they're inspiring you. And we'd love to know which guests you would like to see more of. So go ahead and leave that review or go ahead and send me a DM. I'm at Demona Hoffman on X, Facebook, and IG. Do you see how I'm evolving here? (laughs) On X, Facebook, Instagram, or you can leave me a voicemail or a text at 424-246-6255. Of course, we are always taking questions for Dear Demona. So there's no question too big or too small. We are here for you. We will be back again on Tuesday with two black girls, one rose to talk about The Golden Bachelor and other TV fairy tale dating shows. Until next week, I wish you happy dating.